Souls. Someone in my life once told me sneezes are the soul's way of trying to escape and saying bless you shoves them back in. Oh my god, for the last time, Chris, your life is not The Simpsons. Duh-oh! Souls! It's the only reason those little aliens in Space Jam had any basketball talent. Welcome to the jam! The Strawberry Jam. Souls! Chris, what does a soul taste like? I... what? What does a soul taste like? It doesn't have a taste. Are you asking this because you're a robot and you don't have a soul? (laughs) No, no, my, my soul is squishy and I enjoy to touch it. None of those things are what souls are. You are not my dad. Souls. Blink those eyes and feel bad about the environment while feeling completely mortal and having elevators stop closing their doors on you because you need a soul for all that. It's a scientific fact. Heavily researched on the Reboonivers. Souls. Welcome to the Review Universe, everyone. I'm Chris. I'm Chris. <laughs> I forced a blooper. Did you like that? No. I'm, I'm Steve. And this is a <laughs> podcast about two runaway train men who have been hired to review everything in the universe. That's right. Not just everything, but everything. What? <laughs> Did you do your requisite drugs before this podcast? Yeah, I thought this was the Remethiverse. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you graduated to meth. Congratulations. Thank you very You're a certified much. meth belt. It was... <laughs> that also made me think of, like, Batman's utility belt. Oh, instead sure. Instead of, like, I don't know, gadgets. It's just vials of meth. I mean, it kind of makes, like, what white belt is the lowest, which is c- cocaine, right? Okay. Uh, blue is meth. Right, blue, I, I thought blue. it was white, yellow, green, yellow, purple, okay. brown, black. I but it's different for every. Thing. Right, I thought blue was for some reason next. Could be. It might depends not, on the You're thing. probably right. I don't. But let's I say probably. blue's next. That could be meth for Breaking Bad's. Okay, meth. Uh, and then what's after that? Yellow. Yeah, that's true. What would yellow? What drug would yellow be? P. P. The drug of P. CP. PCP. Oh, <laughs> you didn't let me finish. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I sh- I should have known when you say one letter that I should l- yeah. wait a long time because you yeah. treat periods as a five second pause. <laughs> That's right. How was your day? It was great. How was yours? It was. You can't put a period in the middle of the sentence. We've talked about that. This. Was the end of my sentence? Oh, I thought it was an ellipsis, which means fifteen seconds. <laughs> oh man, you just crafted the worst bit. <laughs> Ooh, no! Please do not continue this bit throughout the entire podcast. It's far too late. If I want to know one thing about you, it's a steadfast, beholden to shitty bits. Eight Mississippi, which is also Nine your cereal. Shitty bits, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think it's sh- like a prank, like chocolate pe- cocoa pebbles, shitty bits. Like you could like, why not? Come on down to Steve's shitty bits. Each spoonful is like a subpar improv scene. Why go to Cracker Barrel when you can make your transactions here at Steve's shitty bits? <laughs> is that where you think most transactions happen? Is the Cracker Barrel? I've still never been to a Cracker Barrel, so I can only imagine. Oh, it's so aggressively mediocre, in my opinion. <laughs> You're. 
I feel like you're not the first person to say that to me, right. or you've just said it to me so many times I can't tell the difference. <laughs> that might be. We've talked about Cracker Barrel many times. I think on this podcast before, Probably. one during our road trip episode when we were on the highway, and you're like, "Ooh, never been to a Cracker Barrel before." I probably I say that every time I pass a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> we just need to fucking take you to one so you can stop saying it. I'm not objecting. Really? Do you see me objecting? Cracker Barrel field trip. Steve and Chris and maybe Gene if she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> just pretty much everything between us. Yeah. We always throw out the invite to Gene, and I would say 75% of the time she's like, no. <laughs> really? I'm like, okay. Well, you don't want to be the third wheel, Gene? <laughs> you don't want to come to Rainforest? No, she definitely came to Rainforest Cafe with us. Yes. Um, who, who? What was that? That episode? was our nature episode with oh, Jason Nykel, which I thought was a lot of fun because we went to a nature preserve. We did. We saw the, the big trolls. Right. And the walked little through tro- mud. And, uh, lobster mud? Walked what? through mud. Oh, walked through mud, yes. And lobster mud. I remember it had like a big, like a weirdly big parking lot. The the place we went to? The nature place. Of course that would stick out in your mind. <laughs> the most boring thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at these parking lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, just, you, just, you got the hiccup in the worst sentence. It was a burp, but um, oh. it kind of looked like maybe it was a burp up, you know? You ever I had one of those hiccup. before? So this is a podcast where Steve and I have sat in a room together and Don't we review everything them. in the universe mm-hmm. as they... Come to us. We have no choice. And it's a spooky month. It's the Reboonverse. Steve, I swallowed a theremin and I can't stop talking like this. <laughs> that's, that's the best justification for why ghosts talk like that. Why is nobody a theremin? done that before? Oh my god! When you, you every ghost in every cartoon died by swallowing a theremin. Right, that's how they choked. Yeah, you're you're not one of those thin sheety ghosts unless you died by swallowing. <laughs> right, that's how you basically become a ghost. It's like the vampire bite. What of a is ghost. a theremin? Like, how does it work? I think it's two like electronic um, like nodes, like like um, um, long thin like metal yeah. poles, and they form an L shape. Yeah, but you don't have to like touch anything, right? Like you just kind of no, disrupt but, the. Yeah, exactly. You disrupt the two flows by putting your finger in between, and wherever you put it makes a different tone. And there's like people who can like genuinely play these. Oh things. yeah, well you can hear them on songs all the time. It's you know every time it name one song Monster Mash. Is it? I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes, they saw a scary fright. I don't think those are the lyrics, but I'll tell you what. I saw a box and inside it was what? Shitty bits. They were Steve's shitty bits. Come on down to Halloween at Shitty Bits. The shittiest costume wins the biddiest prize. Biddiest prize? Yeah. What's also, that? I used, did not at one point illustrate a theremin. Uh, oh, never mind. Thank you. Uh, but yes, so it's our month-long celebration of scary things, or rather scary topics. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't choose what the reviews are, but I think sometimes they do involve scary things, and I would say they always revolve a movie, at least in this month, correct? Oh yeah, I think so. Some which, spoopy flicks. Right. Last year, what did we watch? We watched Haosu, which was a crazy oh. Japanese horror movie. I, I, I think I recommended watching that. It was good. It, it, was, was, it was so, so fucking bizarre. weird. But, like, really enjoyable. Um, yeah. Great. Han- uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters we oh, watched. That sucked. 
Yeah, so it's like a generic. Was it like Jeremy Renner and uh, some other woman? Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. He would have been great. In that, that would be incredible. Actually, I, would I think really, he really. Uh, would... I adore that man. Any, I mean, you can switch out Shia LaBeouf for mostly anything. No. We also watched Zombie Strippers. Oh, that's right. That? Was it Pam Anderson? Um, no. Jenny McCarthy. It was. It was like stripper. Anti-vaxxer was... Jenny McCarthy. Yep. Yep. And possibly Jim Carrey. Do you think, they were wait, was it Jenny McCarthy? Who was the no stripper? no oh. I, I can't I, so think I was going to say that's how the zombie thing spread she didn't right and then we also watched Ouija Origin of Evil which oh, that was, was kind of good, good. The, I, the the most self aware horror movie yeah like, which that guy um who did the Haunting on Hill House which is a Netflix series I think we talked about that last yeah, year. yeah 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 it was but like he, huge last year yes uh, and I loved it I saw every episode is um, it still on Netflix uh, it got picked up for a second season but why I brought that up was because his uh new project is dr sleep okay which is the sequel to the shining and it's coming out this year oh i heard about that yes it's not a netflix movie is it no it's is coming it out in the... theaters it stars uh ewan mcgregor i want to say oh yeah i think i remember seeing a thing about this on the web or the guy who reminds me of ewan mcgregor who's the guy who was just an it chapter two oh, uh split. bill skarsgård peter skarsgård no split he was on oh, split. I, james you know? mcavoy yes yes i confused those what? two I, you confused those two a little bit I just can't believe I knew that. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? You knew a pop culture thing? Yeah. You're, I think you give yourself too little credit. He you... looks like our buddy Charlie. Uh, oh, yeah. Shout Another out to Charlie. Charlie looks like him. Good job looking like something, Charlie. That's right. I don't look like nothing. Oh, that's not true. What, really? Have you ever heard of laundry? Fresh out the dryer? Yes. In a pile on the bed? Yes. I look like that? Yeah. But like a lot of laundry. <laughs> Thanks. I'm so confused. <laughs> Dude, well, it means you're clean and you smell good and you've smelled you wear a lot of flannel. That's true. I do wear a lot of flannel. That's true. Can't spell uh can't spell lane without flannel. I mean, you can't spell flannel without lane and if there's one thing I know about Chris, it's that he loves lanes. It's not just Lois lanes, but lanes like the streets. <laughs> oh, thank Christ. Here's our review for the episode. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? Wait. I'm not done. Okay. I was done. Okay. <laughs> Um, let's see what we got. Oh, it's souls. Oh. That's scoot spooky, right? I spookooky. think so. Spookooky. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's spooky and kooky. Spookooky. Are we going to review Shang Tsung from Mortal Kombat? Um, is he have to do with souls? Yeah. He steals people's souls. That's how he can oh. morph into them. Oh, cool. Did you not? I don't really play Mortal Kombat. I play a lot of the older ones. Yeah. You didn't yeah. play any of the new ones? I thought you bought the new one for like five bucks. I did. And then I just... Didn't play it. Didn't play it. <laughs> it happens a it's lot. It's so complicated these yeah, days. Yeah, the, the button mashing. I have gets... a hard time with fighting games these days, and yeah. this is my old man moment. Oh, but yeah. it's kind of it, these it is days fun. multiple times. It's, it's kind of fun having an old man moment about video games. Like, mm-hmm. couldn't do that before. Uh, that amount of buttons, like what? mashing that you have to do. Because like, there's just so many combo. Like, there's like professional Mortal Kombat players and professional. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so hard to be good at something you could just pick up and like dick around with your friends. Back, like, right, that's. I think that's why Super Smash Brothers is so popular because you can just pick it up. You can do that, but then you can also f- get, so, get so it. fucking good at it. Yeah, and also like in Mortal Kombat, there's like different style. Like it's like Sub Zero, but it's also like cryogenic Sub Zero. Right, and it's like and it's Freeze also, Master. Like all the cool moves you can do in in Mortal Kombat involve such heavy combos and yeah. button pressing whereas super smash brothers the coolest stuff you can do doesn't you don't need to it's like a in one direction or yeah. one button in one direction everybody especially like yes same there's no like ooh, how do i shoot this guy's fireball it's like push forward and a push back and a push yeah. up and a, something will happen exactly yeah 
I like Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um, so, too. Souls. Uh, we oh, got sure. a couple cool reviews. We've only tangented once. <laughs> well, I think we'll change it a little more, Steve. Ah, precisely. Uh, so, the first thing we have on the docket is Souls Games. Uh, I'm sorry? It says Souls Games. Like games about the bottom of shoes? Games. Souls. This is about Souls, like, shoe bottoms, right? Yes. S-O-L-E-S. Oh, no, it's O-U-L-S. Oh, man, I finally had something to talk about. Again, I should I should read the letters in every word before assuming I know what the word is. I would appreciate that. Yeah. For everybody's sake. Well, um, that's why I had such an issue with the fridge. I have a question. What? Why do you have a hammer? On the table. I was uh, installing Christmas lights in my apartment, and oh. uh, I nailed some areas. They fell down. Oh, okay. As you can tell. I was going to say, these have always been up, so... Yeah, I also like to play uh, Russian roulette, or whatever it is called with your hammer, when you hammer in between your fingers instead of knife. Oh, five-finger... Yeah, but it's with the hammer instead of knife. What? Uh, five-finger Charlie. <laughs> What's... What's the, the, the Wisconsin game you play with a hammer and the nails? Uh, um, hammer Kerschlimmer? Oh, 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 Hammer Schlagen. Ah, yes. Which is a giant stump that you hammer nails in. I played that. It's German, I think. Yeah. Uh, you played it without me? No, when we were when we went to Weird Al. I like went to the back of the bar oh, to yeah. like pee, and then all these people were like playing it. I was like, oh, I got to try this. Is that the first time you and played? I, yes, oh. and I was not good at it, and I left. <laughs> we were also so tired and like... I was also so- the oldest person in that circle of people by probably 14 <laughs> years. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Do you feel cool? Oh, no. Oh, oh okay. Not at all. Cool. They were very nice children, though. <laughs> children. <laughs> the bar children. Uh, the kids of the bar. Just always hanging around perpetually as ghosts. Speaking of ghosts, souls. souls. Speaking of souls, souls, souls games. games. What, what does that soul? mean? So, Jinx. Yeah, I can, I can do this. So... Yes. Uh, uh, so, so we're talking video games, mm-hmm. um, and there's like, um, I guess you could almost arguably call it a genre at this point. Yeah, uh, where it's like sometimes called Souls games or Soulsborn is another mm-hmm. sort of more modern term for it. Uh, and it started with, I could be wrong here, but it started with a game for the PS2 or three, three. Uh, called Demon Souls. That's from what I can remember. Too. Yes, I don't think there's anything before this. And they, the it's this company, game is just notoriously hard. It's a company called From, From Software. Software. They're Japanese. Yes. Um, these games are known for having like really, really, really detailed lore. But you have to find it. But you don't. Yeah. But there's there's no cutscenes or like the cutscenes are just like really sure. kind of purely transitional. Um, like there's like outside of the lore though it's they're well known for one thing and what would you say being insanely difficult yes not just difficult but like brutal punishing i think Mm -hmm. is the word and you you're the first one to ever tell me about these you told me about um the sort of spiritual sequel called dark souls that's where the the genre really picked up steam yes because i played actually played through demon souls before dark Mm -hmm. souls came out is demon souls Uh, as hard i I remember it being hard, but not as hard as Dark Souls. And like, so these games are not, for the most part, not really linear. Meaning, like, it's not mm-hmm. like a game where you just follow a path and then sure. you just, you're kind of guided to where you have to go. It's like it's very open, and you can kind of go anywhere at any point for the most part. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: when you 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 turn me on to this whole thing, and it's like it's the kind of definition of in video games, like just pleasure from punishment sure yeah because Because you feel so good once you've come over this obstacle right yeah because what will happen is so when you beat an enemy you get their souls 
And yeah. souls are kind of everything in the game. Like it's, currency. It's your yeah. currency. It's how you level up. It's how you buy things from shops. Yes. And now say you've, you've just been, you know, uh, and you can only kind of like, you can't like save your game. You can save your progress, but you can't like do like a quick, in PC I think you could, but like you can't do like a quick save and like before you make a big jump. No, it's like right? the old school games where you have to go to a specific thing on the map to save the game, right? No. Right, but it doesn't even. The, but it doesn't save it. It does. Well, let's let me. Get, I'll get back. To that. <laughs> well, shut your mouth. So here's the thing. So you you kind of like if you're hurt, you're there's right. no medicine. Pa- well, actually, no. There are some medicine things, but <laughs> you can rest it like a bonfire. Mm-hmm. And when you rest it, that's bonfire, the save, quote unquote, save. Point. Sa- yes, and it just sort of saves your progress. But here's the thing: if I go to a bonfire and then I fall off a cliff. And I load my game. Right. It loads after the cliff. Yes. It doesn't. The game's save. always constantly saving outside of the bonfire, but yeah. the, it. You can't do like a hard save. If you die away from your bonfire, your souls will be ejected onto the map. So yeah. let's say I worked super hard. I'm a big boy, and I've been working my booty off. A big pile of laundry. Yes. Except instead of laundry, it's souls of enemies. Yeah. Uh, which actually, is technically yeah. like real laundry too. Yeah. Um, so I have like 10,000 souls, which is a lot in the early game of the, of dark souls. And I've died. I fall off a cliff. Right. My souls will basically be on the edge of the cliff before I fell off. Yep. And I have one chance to get back to, so I respawn at the fire mm-hmm. and I have one chance to get back to where my souls dropped. Otherwise I lose them if I die again. Yeah. So, so that adds like a big love. Like, so imagine you wrinkle. found $10,000. Uh, okay, cash hold on, hold on. on the ground. Do do do. Walking to work in gonna, the mall. You're in the second oh, okay. floor of a mall. Gonna do my mall walking with my old. You've just grandma. left Hot Topic. Oh, with my grandma, right. and uh, she bought me a cool hot chocolate from plaid hat. Yeah, from Hot Topic. Now your grandma goes to the ladies' room. Okay, and she you gotta take find, a shit. You find ten thousand dollars cash on the ground. Oh my God! What's that? You pick. Is that a Hot Topic bag? It's ten. 000, yes. Let me open it up. Please do. Whoa! Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, very fast. I counting. immediately run out away from my grandma. She's not getting any of this. Right. But then you go to the escalator and you fall down the escalator. Okay. You don't die because because left- I'm running so far away to get away from my grandma, so I don't have to share the money. I fall down the escalator. Right. I, w- I was trying to make an actual metaphor here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it still works. Oh, okay. I'm okay. running. I do not want to share with my grandma, so I run away, and I fall down the escalator because I'm running so fast to get right. away from her. But when you fall, you drop your money at the top of the escalator. Okay. So. Oh, grandma might find it. This might be bad. Right. So you have one chance to get to that money. Okay. If you don't. Grandma will snatch it and forever. Right. This is actually a bad metaphor. No, it works. It works. Kind of. But if I don't get up there, and if I don't get up there Within one chance, as in one walk up the escalator, yeah. grandma grabs it, and she's gone forever. If you fall, yeah, exactly. If you fall down, if you stumble at all, you don't get that money. And grandma doesn't. She'll be gone. She, yeah. She's been it's looking like for an It's like it never out. happened. So point being, when you have these souls, these <laughs> currencies, you're, you're kind of encouraged to spend them because it is how you level up. Yes. And it's like insane because you get like, you kill a boss. Right, you might get like twenty thousand souls, and if you like fall off a cliff before the next bonfire to spend your, they're you're gone. But speaking of bosses, that's another thing that yes. the game is known for: is crazy, difficult, elaborate bosses, just giant Japanese bosses. <laughs> what makes them Japanese? They're just insane dragon, kind of like anime come to life. Very. I would I would argue the the game is fairly Western inspired, not so. Japanese inspired. There is a game that they just released called Sekiro: Shadows mm. Die Twice, which is very Japanese inspired. 
But this one is more, you look at it and it looks like, like a, kind of like a Lord of the Rings fantasy type mm, area, sure. right? Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. So you, again, you kind of just play through and it's up to you to find the story because mm-hmm. you don't really know what you're doing or where you're going. Like really, I, I heard this described once, like <clears throat> Dark Souls number one, you, you, you start the game. And then you're kind of just, once you get out of the initial dungeon, because also right away, a giant boss drops at you. Oh, yeah. You don't even have a weapon. The game game seems to relish in the fact that it's difficult. Like, it kind of fucks a few points, and this is a good example of it. And I think one of the best things is when you die, it just screen fades to black, and this red text just comes up, just says, you you died. It says, you died or you are dead? You died. Okay. You died. And so, like, but like the first Dark Souls game, which is ev- almost everyone's first introduction to this game, they immediately toss like a giant fucking hulking boss yeah. with a, you know, 20 foot sword. The something demon. Yeah. And um, you panic. Yeah. And you don't have a weapon. It's one of those, point. it's one of the classic video game tropes of you're supposed. To, so, this is what I actually think is interesting. You're supposed to die at the first boss. You know, that kind of happens mm-hmm. a lot in games. But in this game, if you are good enough, you can kill that boss. Yeah, and you don't even have to like do the stuff to like get you weapons. No, and, and you can like it's it's which I think is pretty hilarious. So, the, so once you get out of this kind of, you finally beat the boss. You feel real good. You get your souls. You spend them at the fire. You level up, right? Yes. And then you pick what you level up. There's like a probably 15 different categories you can level sure. up. Sure, so it's All very fun for stats. Categories. Yeah. yeah, there are people who do, like, stamina builds, so, like, you can run real fast, but you're mm-hmm. kind of weak, or you can do strength builds where you're slow, but, like... What's your you, build? I'm always, like, a strength guy. Yeah. Just killing them as quick as possible. Uh, quick and just kind of tanking damage. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so the uh, uh, best description I heard of this is, like, okay, you're kind of put in this area, and they don't tell you where to go. You just kind of have to figure out where you're gonna, where you die the least, and that's the easiest place, and that's where you die go. the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, fair. The if I, this scene, scene, this area reminds me because like, oh, you're in this like green grassy area, and like they kind of face you toward this graveyard that has like a green like whatever. <laughs> sure. And you go in that graveyard, and it's just skeletons that you can you can knock them down. They fall apart, but then they come back. Come to back life. to life. Yeah, you need a special cursed weapon and. They they also have a habit of like in the early areas peppering in like really strong regular enemies. Mm-hmm. So like you're you're just like exploring. You're like, oh wow, what's down this little chamber? And then yeah. it's like this guy who one shots you and kills you. Yeah, like, throws oh, a boulder God. off the cliff and crushes you. Exactly. Keep talking about the game. And no, but you you have a phone. What what? We can, I have a phone. Yes, we can cut that part. Um, no, I'm just, we're just getting chicken delivered to us, so I'm getting the chicken for us. Through the tube? Chicken tube? Oh, yeah. You you better believe it. And if you play your cards right, you'll get some. Oh, good. I love tube chicken. <laughs> yeah, it really uh, it, it, it crispies it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what, what, I, what I do really like about this game is that as difficult as they are, mm-hmm. it's always the same. Like, the same items are always in the same chests. So, like... Sure. And, and like, the same bad guys are always in the same yes. place. So... Yeah, you get you die a lot, but you learn every time, so you get a little better. Which right. is why when you do finally beat something, you just feel so good. So there are uh, there's Demon Souls, Dark Souls One, Dark Souls Two, and Dark Souls Three. Yep, and there's also a game called Bloodborne. Bloodborne and Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Is that from software? Yes. Okay. Um, and those are the two like spinoffs, but the other four are basically a, a line of stories in, mm-hmm. in like direct sequels of each other. Yeah. Um, which ones have you played? I've played. Uh, Dark Souls 1, I've beaten that. Okay. I've played and beaten Dark Souls 2. Okay. 
I think I actually even beat that on New Game Plus. But Dark Souls 2, 2 kind of gets shit for being a little easier. Really? Yeah, Did just because you... it's more linear. Have you and played 3 at all? I have 3, but I have not played it okay. yet. Uh, and I have played Bloodborne, which is more like... That Bloodborne's real spoopy because it's like oh. takes place... Is it more horror? Yeah, like your, your, your health is um, uh, blood vials. I'm going to wait a second because... Uh, just, uh, I don't like being by myself. Sometimes I'm by myself. <laughs> don't lie. No. Um, yeah, so, like, yeah, your health is blood vials or, like, blood pellets. Uh, your, blood, your health? Oh, in Bloodborne? Yeah, it's really, really bloody. Like, you, like, slice the shit out of people, and it's, mm. like, the sound effects in these games are so good. Watching the um, the graphics are pretty incredible for it. Too, yeah, it's, it's very, it's spooky pretty. Okay, you know, like dark and like gothic, pretty. Uh, it's very foggy and misty. What's and... the difficult compared to get difficulty compared to Dark Souls? I think, like gameplay wise, I think easier. Okay, but that with the caveat of I understand how these games work now, sure. and I like when I first played Dark Souls, I was like, what? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do think it's a little easier. But I had a I didn't finish Bloodborne because mm. I just I put it down for like. A couple of weeks for some reason, and then I came back to it. And I just kind of forgot what I had done and where I was supposed that's to always go the worst. next. And it's like, well, like, I just like had no idea what to do. You have to, like, restart and that's it. the downside of these games because it's like, wait, what was yeah. I doing? What kind of? And so, unless you really stick with them, I, with uh, the exception of Dark Souls Two, which again is just very linear, it's easy to pick that one back up. I, I played Souls and One, and uh, I played One on a computer, and. Um, I got to a point where I kind of fucked myself. Like I had under leveled myself and I was stuck at a specific point in the game in like the castle, mm. like the, and I the could, with the booby traps. Uh, no, it was like the, the, oh, the, like cool the clean. Yeah the, yeah. the clean castle. And, and Orlando. it, I was screwed. I couldn't go back. I couldn't go forward. And I was like, I'm never going to beat this game. Mm. So I had to cheat a little bit. Um, I, 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 for some reason, I found a way to crack it and get like just a bunch. Oh, you of, could dupe souls, meaning yes. Duplicate. So that's what I did. Yeah. And uh, I leveled up a bunch and got out of there. I did a playthrough of that with cheating, just because I thought it'd be so fun, uh-huh. and it was really fun. <laughs> I wasn't like way over leveled or anything. It was just like enough to get oh, me I out of there. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I dedicated the playthrough to sure. play this way. It was really, really fun. So these games have gotten so popular and they're so well known for their difficulty that it's started it's kind of become a meme at this point where games are like it's like the dark souls of blank yeah you know where people will any game that's hard they'll just basically say like cuphead is the dark souls of 2d shooters you know like shit like that but they're really fun they are so. The, well, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say. So, I'm going back to what we were saying before about enemies repeating and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, in Dark Souls One and in Bloodborne, the enemies are always there. Mm-hmm. In Dark Souls Two, after you kill the enemies a certain amount of time, they disappear and they don't respawn. Oh, really? Yeah. So, if you kill them, I think it's like maybe ten or fifteen times. Like, so if you die that many times, the game takes pity on you and doesn't respawn them, so you can uh, get to where you're going faster. That's kind of cool. That's another reason people are like, "Oh, it's easier." Oh, well, I like that. Yeah, but you also, what you, I like about it is it makes you feel like you suck. Right. You have the, to be, like, real bad. It's like, okay, we're just going to we're gonna let you It's go. like those new Mario games where if you die too many times, it's they like... They give you the invincibility. Yeah. Mission. <laughs> Here you go, motherfucker. Yeah, you died three times, kid. Here you go. And you're like, but I'm, I want to put, I want to earn it. Try this special brown mushroom. What? What does it do? What? Blop, blop, blop. 
What? Looks Why like do poop. I smell gross? Is this a Steve Shitty Bitty Mushroom? Oh, it is. <laughs> a Come box down. full of mushrooms Come poured on. in your milk. Come on down to the Shitty Bitty Mushroom Castle in the Shitty Bitty Mushroom Kingdom. Mushroom Castle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have a favorite of Dark Souls games? I I know it's like the easy one, but I, I do Two. like Dark Souls 2. Okay. Just because it's just a little brighter. I like the characters in it. It's to easier it, to follow the story. Sure. Because uh, that's, I think, what I don't like about the games. It's like you have to really read a lot. You have to read the loading screens <laughs> to like learn the story and just kind of pay attention to the details. And I, I, I there's something cool about that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool way to tell a story, but like, I'm just, if I'm playing a game, I want to be, feel like I'm a part of the story instead of just like, okay, I'm doing this thing and I can't figure out where to go. Like, that's not as fun to me. The difference between one and two makes sense though, because, uh, that's when they exploded, like with popularity so much. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. probably had a yeah, bigger true. budget and kind of wanted to do can't things Can't speak to three. Bloodborne is very fun. It's very, very similar, but very different. Uh, I recommend it. And what I do recommend as well, last thing mm-hmm. I'll say is, so <laughs> two, two last things I'll say. Number one, uh, you got me into Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. I played it and I gave it up for a year. You Like you didn't want to play anymore? I just couldn't do it. I was like, yeah. fuck this game. <laughs> I, d- I gave it up for a year. And then I started, wa- I, this is how I got into speedrunning. Mm-hmm. Watching speedruns anyway. Because I watched somebody, because this game, like, it could take you feasibly like, 90 minutes to two hours just to get out of that first quote-unquote easy dungeon people can beat this game the speedrunners beat this game in less than 90 minutes yeah the speedrunning of this game beat all the bosses too yeah it's crazy and this is when i was like wow speedrunning is like just people i this is when i was like i like this because i like watching people be good at stuff yeah for sure but watching people speedrun it taught me how to play it and made me better at the Mm, game like i'm certainly not a speedrunner but watching them do this and Dark Souls 2, it's like, it's it's fascinating. So if you want to watch a cool speed run, uh, watch uh, Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, so this game reminds me of another game called uh, Hollow Knight. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yes. It's like a 2D like side-scroller Metroidvania, but it's all like uh, it's hand. like uh, no, it's Metroidvania, uh, which is like a Metroid type game. It's mm-hmm. all one big map, and you slowly unlock. Same things. map every time. Yes, it's the same specific map, and the more you progress through the game, the more power ups you get to it that allows you to open different parts of the map and move around. But um, it's like all hand uh, hand drawn, and it's fucking hard. And it has the same type of um, system as Dark Souls. If you die in one area, all your currency drops, and you mm. have one chance to get it otherwise. Oh. Yeah. Wow. But um, I would highly recommend that, and I would highly recommend Dark Souls too. Um, not two. I haven't played two. I've only played. I recommend Dark Souls too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have to give that a rating. Um, but we haven't set our rating scale for the episode. Here's here's uh, just like a Dark Souls, a, a good summary of Dark Souls. Okay. They remade Dark Souls One. It's like a remake. Yeah, um, prepare to just die. Just a reboot. Edition. The prepare to die edition. <laughs> oh, that's what that's what the point of your yes. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I, I just I think that speaks to it. Yeah, it's 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 probably one of the hardest games out there for sure not counting like old school nintendo but again you just have to you just once you pick up boss patterns because they're always the same patterns and attacks it's just they're so big it's hard to read them sometimes just play it just play it as you can tell steve's passion about something when he doesn't joke for the entirety of the thing just kidding don't play this game it's real (laughs) just like this and ghost adventures the two things you're passionate about um, Zach Biggins. Uh, yeah, so 
Rating skill out of a hundred blanks. What do you think? Mm, solos. Uh, Hans. Han Solos. Hands. Han. What's Harrison Ford's? Ford. Ha- Hanison Ford's. Harrison pickups. Silver Sun Harrison. Silver Sun. Silver Sun Harrison's. <laughs> Perfect. I've had one of those in a while. What? Uh, uh, Silver Sun Harrison. Or like a, like a, whatever we just did. Uh, yeah, we have, haven't we? Nah, we've been lazy. That's true. Okay, so out of 100 Silver Sun Harrisons, uh, do you want to just rate the entirety of what you've just played? Like in, yeah, I just in general, I think it's 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 a moment in gaming when, like, there's... Okay, so there's a, a dual boss called Ornstein and Smaug. Yeah, yeah. One, it's two bosses at one time, so two of these really hard bosses that you fight at the same time. Mm-hmm. And when you kill one of them, the other one absorbs the other's powers. It's, like, notoriously one of the hardest boss fights in video game history. Yeah, it's... The really first time I bought, the, I beat this, I was actually kind of drunk. <laughs> but... I was I was so happy. I literally like dropped the controller, like hands on the head, like no way did I just <laughs> I did do it. That. I did it. Did you, did you call your mom and tell her you beat it? Uh, I, I probably did. And <laughs> mom, you'll never guess. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Um, it's it's so rewarding. It's yes. like perseverance paying off. Um, it, it's mostly fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I just wish the story was a little less. In the background, yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, overall, like it's this is a seventy-four out of a hundred. Hmm. Uh, That's surprisingly low Harrison's. for you. Yeah. Why? Uh, what? Why? Because I don't. Like I said, I've I've beaten one, but I never would have known how to do it if I didn't watch someone do it first. That's fair, right? Two is a little more linear, but again, I watched someone do it first. Okay, um, I would say, and like blood, just going back to my Bloodborne thing, like it sucks that I can't pick up a game and pick up where I left off. No, and you're I'm right. Be like, wait, it's, what? It's a, the barrier for entry is very, very high. Yeah, um, or at least re-entry. And, and just to get into it, it's so mm-hmm. it's so crushingly difficult that a lot of people give up before it even you know. I but, literally stopped playing for a full <laughs> right. year because it frustrates you so much. But then when you finally like put in enough effort to get through it, it feels so good once you beat it. Yeah. And for that, I'm going higher, but uh, but for those reasons, same reasons, I think is the reason why it's harder to get into. Uh, I'll go 75 out of 100 Silver Sun Harrisons. Hmm. Uh, Literally just a you. little bit higher. I know. By one. Um, now yeah. what? Well, next up, we have a scary movie from 1986. Okay. Uh, it's a romantic comedy film. Okay. Called Soul Man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is this, is this uh, like a James Brown movie? You could say that. Okay. It's about. It's uh, directed by Steve Miner, starring C. Thomas Howell. That sounds so familiar. He's uh he's fairly uh famous. You, okay. You'll recognize him. Uh, Leslie Nielsen's in it. Oh, great. James Earl Jones. Great. Um, and uh, Ray Don Chong is the other co-star. Okay. Um. It's about an American comedy film who, about a white man who takes tanning pills in order to pretend to be black and qualify for a black-only scholarship at Harvard Law School. Oh. So I hey. hope you're ready for 100 minutes of blackface, because oh, we're about to get it. This is real. <laughs> this is real! Why did you do this, 1986? Ah... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How you feel, man? <laughs> I, think I always feel when we watch these fucking garbage movies. What what just happened? <laughs> like the last garbage movies. 100 minutes. 
What How long uh, was that? That was about a hundred, a little over a hundred minutes. What uh, what, what what other movies does this remind you of? Nothing. Literally, well, we nothing. have watched another movie with blackface in it. Well, oh, uh, comedy movie, the underground up? comedy movie. The, uh, I think the only thing we both gave zeros to. God, that was so bad. <laughs> this this wasn't that bad. Was it that bad? Wasn't as bad as comedy. No, movie. I I've yet to find almost anything in the world as bad. That's as the worst that. thing I've ever seen. Uh, so Soul Man, <laughs> a 1986 movie, as we said, um, directed by some dude that we said before, right? What's his name? Steve Miner, mm. and uh, written by we had said before Carol or, Black. C- Carol Black, right? So we were. I remember we some, that standing out for some reason. Mm, I wonder why. Do you think she wrote the movie because of her last name? I'm sure she did. Uh, so Carol Black is a white woman who created the show The Wonder Years. And, she created The Wonder Years? Yes. And made this movie? Yes. What? Um, so you can tell um, right off the bat we're going to have a fun time when it's uh, written and directed by white people. Um, and as we said before, it's a, let's just, you, know, you know what? Let's just jump into it, okay? I don't have a choice. <laughs> yes, you're going to have to spend the next hour of your life talking about this oh movie. My God. Uh, so we open on our hero, I guess, of the movie. The um, protagonist. Yes, what's his name? Mark. Mark. And he is uh, in bed with a woman. Hey. <laughs> Steve. Uh, you're already yawning aggressively. This is what happened last week, too. I did an early sweat class. The second again. you started watching the movie. I went to the gym at 6 a.m. But you, like, vocalize all your yawns so everyone knows you're yawning every well, single time. Because if I don't, you'll yell at me for being quiet. No, I will you'll not. Yell at me for radio silence. That's uh, uh, No, We're because gonna I'm not going to ask you like a question seconds. as you yawn every single time. Just don't vocalize yawn so everyone fucking knows. Well, I just yawned again. Um, so we opened on his bedroom, yep. and he's banged a girl. Well, he's, really, he's a messy college kid. Oh, boy. Well, he's in high school. No, he's not. What? Stop. He what? is, what? isn't it? No. I thought he was in college or, or but, high school. Yes. No, he's in college. Okay. He went to UCLA. You don't, go, to, you don't go from high school to law school, Chris. <laughs> Yes, you do. Ugh, in, in my this, world, you maybe do. Maybe in this movie. I thought you had said something like he was in high school. No, I said it seemed like he was in high school. Oh, okay. okay. I, or I thought he was in high school. Like, going into this movie, I thought he was like a high school. Kid. Right, and that explains his... Uh, I didn't realize it was Harvard Law School. That it was just Harvard. That also explains his um, license plate. His, oh, that wasn't his. That was the weird, like, surfer bro. Oh, okay. What was it? UCLA'd. Oh, like, like UC, he got laid at UCLA. ID is how it's spelled, but it was like UCLA. You say that? Even know how to say it? UCLA. It's, it's probably a decent visual pun, actually. But, I, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we open on him in the bed with a girl, and his friend comes in, and they're like, "We got the letters from Harvard. Yeah. Should, we, get in? We, should we get in? I will hate you if you don't." Three, two, one. Open. Yay! I got in. Did you <laughs> make out? Oh, do you slurp when you make out? I don't know. Are you sucking the spit out of the other person's mouth? I don't ask my left hand what I'm doing. <laughs> Your left hand? Yeah, when I'm like, smooch. Wait. Smooch. Oh, I see what you're saying. You make out with your left hand. Yeah, how, why right. did that take so long? I don't know. I thought you made out with the dolls. But No, I don't like dolls. You, you make dolls every single week over in the corner. I know to make out with them. Uh, we'll see about that. <sighs> so... 
I just love right off the bat how relatable the main character is. You know, super rich, white guy. Uh, who... I felt like I was just looking in a mirror that yeah. was moving in 1986. He's very uh, just um, great. He's great in every single way, you know? He's a bro. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. He sucks. Yes, he, he sucks. That's, that's what he's quite terrible and he's like an asshole on top of it you know there's like scenes of him like being kind of smarmy Mm -hmm. and i guess that's the way of like setting up his quote-unquote arc through the movie yeah so they find out he's like he goes he's sitting by the pool with his parents yes and his dad's doing like weird 80s exercises (laughs) like like flipping upside upside down flipboard his dad is the dad from Doogie Howser. Okay. I didn't recognize him until the end when he didn't have, like, weird beach stuff on. Do, 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 do. I don't know how the theme goes. Oh, I was going to ask, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, good as much as any. I don't know. He was typing on a computer. But, yeah. Um, oh, he's like, son, do you want to grow up? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, I'm going to give I'm you the I'm a Toys greatest- R Us kid. Of course I want to grow I don't want to grow up. <laughs> they filmed one of those in my elementary school. Oh yeah, were you in it? No. Were but, you the uh, Were you the adult? Were you the like sobering adult in the commercial when I was seven years old? <laughs> yep, yeah, you basically always been an adult. Uh, guys, guys, um, we're breaking a the giant rules giraffe. here. Has somebody told anybody there's giant giraffe? This break of the rules of science. Please don't slide, uh, giraffe. Please don't slide down the banister. <laughs> you, 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 or somebody, Steve, might at get seven hurt. years old. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go practice subtraction. Practice subtraction. 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 Subtraction, as it's called. Yes. Goodbye now. Um. So you were about to say his dad. What does his dad tell him? Oh, he's like, you wanna? Is like, did I give you a good? Like, did you have a good life growing up, son? And he's like, yeah. And this and like the dialogue's <laughs> yeah. read like a cheesy, shitty play from the fifties. Sure. Uh, did I give you a good life, son? Yeah. Like. Who gave you that good life, son? You did, Dad. Well, I'm going to give you the greatest gift of all time. What's that? Your manhood. What? Uh, you're going to Harvard Law. I'm proud of you. Uh-huh. Well, guess what? You're paying for it yourself. He's like, well, what? I'm not going to take that. Uh, with all due respect, it's a great opportunity, yeah, but I'm not going to. I don't need to take that no. gift. Uh, yeah. uh, the father's therapist told him he needs to focus on himself. Right. So he takes his college fund and buys a uh, timeshare in Barbados or something? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. And the therapist is the, the guy from ALF. Okay. Like the dad? Alf. Do, 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 do. How do you have the same random theme song still in your head? <laughs> That's the theme song for Elf, right? I don't know. Elf, where everyone dies. Do they? It, oh, wait, it no. Ends, no Elf's kind of weird. Doesn't Elf die or something? Uh, it ends with, so, like, FBI agents maybe taking him away. Oh, sure. Maybe. <laughs> um, he also eats cats, and the guy who was Elf is racist. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's a great clip of this going around. Everyone's racist. Especially Elf. Boing. Um, and by great clip, I mean a clip going around. Oh, I thought you meant the haircuts. Yes, place. it's every great clips plays just racist <laughs> Alf. Right. Um, no, it's like, you know, in between takes, it's the guy who's voicing Alf. He's like, oh, oh Mexicans are from Mexico. Oh, like, what? Not really? Exactly that. Because he actually said Mexicans are from Mexico. Yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't giving facts. About <laughs> well, I don't know. It might, he might be trying yeah. to inform everybody. <laughs> uh, Ireland is part of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fucked up. Yep. 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 But uh, you know what's well, even more fucked up? 
This movie. This movie. So the, him and his friend, who's a good sidekick. I think sure. I said this, the, his buddy's friend, the, the sidekick is a great sidekick, but then you realize who he's sidekicking. Right. Uh, um, so there's like this weird scene in, like, where he's... Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> he's like one of those It feels guys. like he was in Weekend at Bernie's. It, no, that was uh, uh, Andrew... Garfield. Was it? No. No, Andrew <laughs> McCarthy? Jenny right? McCarthy. No, Andrew and McCarthy. Jimmy Carey. And Jonathan Silverman. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Oh. But, no, but he's very much that kind of guy. Yes, very much. Long hair, like kind of like goofy and Hawaiian shirts. Yes. Baggy. But like good energy, always positive, doesn't can't do anything wrong. But the guy the our super relatable main character is very upset that his father won't pay for two Seriously. two colleges in a row. Right. So he has to figure out how to pay for law school, which is like, over the course of three years, fifty three thousand dollars. Which, which is, is like fuck you. These days. Um, but there's this weird scene where he's like talking about it and he's like slowly zooming out of his face and he's like there's like a noose by his his face oh yeah because they want you to think he's gonna kill himself because dad won't pay for but it then he puts like a cabbage patch doll in it it's a cabbage patch doll dressed like his dad oh it is yeah okay i didn't catch that it was dressed like his dad oh yeah he was like wearing the weird beach stuff so he wanted to like murder wind, his dad wind suit i see uh yeah so, so then well they find they're looking in the newspaper for like the wanted ads the help ads of yeah. like you know, like, oh, you could be a sperm donor, huh? Like, but you just got to be real smart. Uh, it was so dumb. And But then they found out there's a scholarship, but only if you're, um, and I'm, I'm pretty much quoting here, a black. <laughs> I thought there was more to that sentence, no. but no. No, no. A black. Yep, that's pretty much what they say. Uh, it's terrible. Yep. Um, so he's like, well, I can't do it because I'm not black. Uh, well... Cut to yeah, basically a smash cut, right? This yeah, I, well they they tried a few other things. He went to get a loan at the bank, and the bank right. the guy that whole comedy scene of the credit report taking forever to print out, and he's uh-huh. like, "I see you have a, a unpaid phone bill for seventy two dollars and fifteen cents, sure. and your unpaid gas bill." He, he's like, "Oh, I can explain that. I had the money, I just <laughs> didn't pay it." Right, and then he's like, "You have to you, no, like he got rejected for the loan. It's stupid." So he, his final, his final, yeah, it literally is a smash cut of him walking down. No, like, no, it's a smash cut of, of, of three people at a table standing up and extending their hands. Congratulations, Mark. Whatever I've already Watson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've already forgotten his name. One minute later, uh, congratulations, uh, Mark Watson. You've won the whatever, whatever scholarship. And then it just cuts to his face in blackface, in arguably black body. dark olive green face. Yes. So, w- why this happens? Um, his his friend, as they set up in the movie, is like going into the like the sun tanning, field. the sun tanning industry. He's and well, he's a biochem PhD right. student. He's testing out suntan stuff, so he's like real tan. And so he gives him a pill that is like a tanning a pill, lot of tanning and, pills. He, and he takes too many pills on and, purpose. Yes, basically becomes black. Right, but it's really I c- I can't identify the color. So. A few things about the blackface. One, it's blackface. It's blackface. Right. Two, he doesn't look black. Right. He looks like a white guy with liver disease, as one review put it. It was a Kendall yeah, with liver Post, disease. Yeah, Washington Post uh, review of this movie from uh, January first, two thousand. Uh huh. I forget the. It least. says he looks like a Kendall with liver disease, which yes. is a hundred percent correct. I think it's perfect. Three, outside of it being blackface and he doesn't look black, the color of his skin, it's like they used actual black. Like the color black, yeah, but it's like black with like a like gold green tinge. It's so fucking bizarre because it looks so unnatural. It's like that wrestler gold, not Goldberg, gold blackfaceberg. No, it's like gold. 
star or something. Uh, Where's Alberto? I have no idea, right? <laughs> yeah, but he, gold dust. Okay. Like he sometimes had like, I could be wrong. It, it, it's, it might be confusing. It looks so bad. It looks, it's very and weird. everybody in the movie is like so utterly convinced that he's black like, without oh, a man. second thought. Yep. I believe the word that, um, the, going back to that review, I believe the wording, uh, paraphrasing, but bamboozled. It, you use the word bamboozled. And our hero bamboozles everybody, but even though he looks like a candle liver disease. It looks really, really bad. And yeah. so the whole point is like, they want, he's like, I didn't want to take the um, scholarship away from anybody, but they'll only give it to somebody in the LA area. There were only four people who were going to Harvard from LA, and one of them was black, and they didn't. He went apl- to Stanford. Yeah, exactly. Got a better deal at Stanford. So I'm not taking this from anybody, I'm getting it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Just foreshadowing I was not expecting. Sure. So. Th- were you there's tell also. Me to be quiet and not spoil the plot. No. Oh, no. <laughs> that like, shh. No, shut, <laughs> up. shut up! Don't talk There's a great this, uh, line here that movies. pretty much sums up the whole movie, where they're like, uh, "I think it still records even when it goes black." Oh, black. Uh. Anyways, um, that's something that you can't see that Steve and I are talking about in this room. Anyways, um, there's a great line here where he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to pretend to be black for three years," and he says, and I quote, "This is the." man it's the cosby decade people love black people yeah so that it didn't America age well black people right one i don't think the blackface aged very well uh and two that cosby line not not so nuanced there either i would say not i mean not now no it's probably a, still a bad line then although but. to be fair he was he was uh you know drugging and raping people back then too so right but he just also had a hit tv show oh okay that's fine then that, that's okay, then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he goes to college. And by the way, we're like tw- 20, 30 minutes in this movie. Uh, how many black people have you seen in this movie so far? Uh, zero. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, until we get to the college. And, and there's one one random black guy in the welcome party. Like the welcome yes, to, the orientation. There are three black people in this movie. One, the love interest. Two, the guy from the like ba- the basketball scene, which we'll get to later. And three, the professor. Right, but there's—I mean, there's some background actors. I honestly think that was there it. There were there were a okay. couple. Okay, well, any that have any relevance to the plot? Three, three black. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Meaning you're right. Right. So he immediately wants to go into this class because the and I quote the pro the professor was a brother. I forgot about that line. Yep, and then um, it's like the criminal law, and it's played <clears throat> by none other than Jamesy Early Jonesy. Yeah. James AKA Rolf. Darth Vader, AKA voice of Darth Vader, AKA Mufasa. Mufasa. Musafa. Mus- what was it? Mufasa. Uh, yeah. What else is he? That's it. He, that's the That's only three it. Things only he's two ever things done. he's ever been. Oh, and he was the neighbor in the Sandlot. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> that's but, all he's ever done. So he's calling Roll James Earl Jones in this class, and of course, that means attendance. Yes, and when it gets to our quote-unquote protagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes right on, and we're like, "Oh boy, this is—we're just getting started, aren't we?" Yeah, and we are. He looks green, so this is where Strap I made the in, note. Everyone. He just looks green. Like every scene, he looks like a different, weird, sickly color, and not once did he look like he was actually black. Uh, yeah, like 
I don't know. So we get next up. We get to the basketball team. They go to play some pickup b-ball J, right? And and two the two captains of the team, these two white bros, are arguing over who gets the second black person, which is because the first black person already got picked. Yes, and black people, all black people, are good at basketball. Right, of course. Which I think everybody knows that if you're a black person, you're good at basketball. Because if nobody knows it, I mean, this movie, you would certainly learn it from this movie. This movie throws out a lot of stereotypes, like, and, like, tries to, like, upend them in their own clever way, but it doesn't read or come off like they're trying to be clever. It just comes off as additional racism. Yeah, like, oh, uh... Aren't we so woke? Black black people are good at basketball? Yeah, okay, let's do a thing where we, like, fight over who gets the fake black guy. Right, and then he'll... And then the white guy will be bad at basketball, and then... The black guy will be real good. Yes, so then, of course... nobody else touches the ball. Of course, the fake black guy is terrible at basketball because he's white. Mm -hmm. And then the only other real black guy is great at basketball. And if this wasn't... If this wasn't a blackface scene and it wasn't about race, like I thought, his like the physicality was pretty funny. Sure, it's like it's a comedic, it's a, like a physically comedic scene, so there's right. some funny stuff. But like, but otherwise, it's really they, bad. They completely upended their entire point by making the other black guy, the actual black guy, good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Like that, that destroys your whole point of the scene. I, I would feel argue like. there is no point in this movie. Well, they're <laughs> what they thought the point was. No, I know. I know what you mean. No, you don't. You never do. Also, he's black, but it, so it, it, this transformation, he's taking these pills mm-hmm. and it changes his skin color, but it never said anything about why his hair changed. I have no idea. His hair was like brown and flowy, and then in when he's black, it's like it's a, a short, girl. curly wig. Yep. I don't. They, if they acknowledged it, I missed it. it yeah. So it. It's very weird if he would do that. If he, like, dyed his hair, should do that. That is very... This, I mean, this whole movie is so weird. Yes. <laughs> uh, like, it's... it's well, The weirdest thing about it is that we today, in 2019, were able to access this for $4. $3.99 on Amazon. Like, we really just said, search for Soul Man. For a second, I thought we weren't going to find me it. Me too. Me too. And I'd be like, oh, that's actually kind of fine. You know what was a way harder movie to find to watch than this movie? What? Baby Geniuses 2 Super Babies. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had to like, watch that on YouTube. It was very, very difficult to find. <laughs> uh, what kind of world do we live in where we can easily watch Soul Man yeah. for three ninety nine? But it's Baby insane. Geniuses 2, what was it? Super Babies. Super Babies. <laughs> what a great movie. I. Uh, it is harder to find. Didn't we stream it from your computer? Yeah, like from like was it YouTube or just like some it was like something like weird that. European site? Yeah, that you probably it was like, have it was Nazi like porn it, your, we, I couldn't legally uh, stream it like by paying for it, and we pay for everything we we stream. We do, yeah. We always contribute. Yes, I didn't want to contribute to this though. We should have we should have stolen this movie. We should have torrented this movie. Uh, yeah. I don't want to give money to. There's another movie out uh, that that we. Steve and I have watched the trailer for, uh, and it's a lot of the internet has seen this trailer. It's really out of shock value. Of it's like, called Loquisha, right? <sighs> it's a written and directed by a white dude, um, and he pretends to be a, an overweight black woman on his radio show, so right, he can get he, more he listeners. He auditions for a radio job, and and, right. and he can only get it by pretending to be a black lady. Yeah, and this guy's track record, <sighs> the writer and director, is like terrible, worse and, than underground comedy. 
See, I'm this worried. Is, you got maybe. mad because I was like, I don't want to give that money, that movie, any money. And I and said you, I wouldn't. No, you said I really, really want to. And you started throwing your money at me and said, That's "Pick true. that up, motherfucker. Give it give to the Laquisha guy." Yeah. Yep. And you said, I don't know how I would be able to do that. And I said, figure your fucking way out. And you know what? I did, and I'm still not going to do it. I figured it out, and I'm not giving them your money. Okay. I'm spending it on Milky Ways. Milky Ways? Mm-hmm. Milky Way Midnights? No. Shitty ones, just so your money goes to waste. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. So, moving on. Oh, yeah. Also, Elaine is in this movie, a.k.a. Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Louis um, yeah. in one of her first roles before Seinfeld even started. Yeah, she was in this. She was in uh, uh, Christmas Vacation. I don't know when that came Yes. Out. So... Um, like, was she? Was that during? I think ninety two was Christmas Vacation, wasn't I it? I have no idea. I have no idea. Anyways, <laughs> um, she meets. She's like from their from UCLA. Yeah. So they're she's like, dating a guy named like Bradley or something right. stupid, who um, who got into BU, meaning Boston University Law School. Okay. So the three of so the two guys, main guys, and Bradley are going to be in Boston, and it's never really clear where she is, but she's just no. kind of always there. in Boston. Yeah. Like I, with this Brad guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's feasible that she didn't go to grad school and just was working some other job and moved out with her boyfriend. <laughs> and feasible. So, feasible. So they like. Or see the guy, like the the sidekick guy, and they're like, "Hey!" And then, of course, they have to pretend, like, "How are we gonna uh, meet these two people while we don't?" That you know, they might recognize oh, me. God. So, what does he do, Steve? No. What does our hero do? You're doing this. <laughs> he puts on glasses, sunglasses, sunglasses rather, uh, and starts like smiling really wide and swaying his head back. It's and a forth. Stevie Wonder, impression. a very, very exaggerated Stevie Wonder. Right, and um, then they're like, "It's bad." Is your friend blind? And then the sidekick's like, "No, he's just really dumb and deaf. He can barely hear. You have to yell. His right. name is Kareem." That's yep. a real line from the movie. So yep. they're yelling Kareem at him while he's doing this like really awkward Stevie Wonder impression in blackface. And so, we, and then uh, to continue our uh, racist train, um, the play, they, they are living in an apartment, the two guys, and uh, the landlord is Leslie Nielsen in a completely useless part. The I, no, the landlord's the 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 guy right oh, and the, guess... the owner of the building is, oh, is Leslie that what it is? okay yes. I, you're right and so like the the landlord is racist and is like i i didn't want any black people yeah, in my you building. didn't tell me that your roommate was going to be black right and of course like everyone's racist to him so he quote unquote learns what it's like to be black right and, oh, but I, and I, i'm going to say something uh-huh. i did not like leslie nielsen i've never not liked leslie no, nielsen. i know that's what i'm saying he was useless wasted part he had like a few parts and he didn't do anything funny and was like serious and racist yeah which is i don't know what police police squad credits leslie nielsen is the best leslie nielsen <laughs> that's true he wasn't in this case though right no and uh spy Hard is also very good yeah all his shit is good wrongfully He's accused fucking, which one's that that's the that's the fugitive ripoff one uh, that I loved. <laughs> Um, but so oh, his daughter, his daughter, like really has a, has a hard on for black people or I guess just, just any person of color yeah. and um, yeah. tries to bang all of them. Say that. <laughs> and so bangs our main guy. But she always says weird things like, I don't see black or white. I see shades of gray. Like she says that to him right. and later on, uh, she's dating a native American fella and she goes, I don't, I only see pink, not shades of red or white, Ooh, just yeah. pink. And red I was like, skin. Oh, fuck. Wait. Did, did we talk about the most racist moment in the movie yet? No, we're about to get to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, oh, I just like, by the way, that she was going to call her book Shades of Grey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> way Shout ahead of her time out. on that Shout one. Shout out. Uh, okay, so 
the daughter bangs our main guy because yeah. she thinks he's black. And she's like, I'm going to write you into a story. I'm doing this for the experience. It's, it's clear. Like Radcliffe. So she takes her to her family's place, which is for Leslie dinner. Nielsen, mm-hmm. is her father. And the first thing we see is... A, well, it's, it's Leslie Nielsen. A waiter. It, right. First thing we see is a waiter, like, serving the food. And do you remember what you said here, like, right off well, the bat? Right. Well, you... This is... Don't, don't take this out of context. <laughs> I will let you explain it, but this is what you said. Fine. Go ahead. <laughs> the waiter is putting down food, and you go, okay, they have slaves. That's the implication. They have black people working for them. <laughs> they're not slaves. I know they're not actual slaves, but the, imp- like, the, yeah, the yeah, way yeah. they frame this, yeah, the, like... Sure. Older black man in the tuxedo butler is like giving dirty looks to the racist fake... white family. Yeah, no, no, to shitty fake black man. That's that's who he's staring down. Does are, is that implying the black the the uh serve the the server is knows he's white? You know, maybe I know. I don't that, think that he that is, because nobody. Because everyone's does. so convinced by his shitty awful this guy. I think he was just kind of like I'm a black like butler serving uh-huh. this like entitled. I, I didn't know. It was just a very, in, in what's the word? Um, intentional. Okay, I didn't. Scene. I didn't really see the look that you were describing, right. so I, I can't speak to it because right, you were texting. Mm-mm. You were texting notes to yourself about that. Uh, yes, I I type notes because I like to remember things. Steve, I can summarize this movie in fourteen seconds. So can I? But guess what? We have a podcast. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> Um, okay, so here's the most racist part of the movie. Each individual family member outside of the girl has a fantasy sequence involving our fake black guy, right? Yeah, like they, the idea is they see a black guy and it's like their interpretation yes. of what a black man... There's the wife, the husband, and a, a little kid and a little boy. Um, so the, that's The little kid is the little boy. Yes, that's what I meant. Oh. So the wife starts off and it's like this kind of like... He's like tearing her shirt and is like I'm go- oh he's got he's got a big hoop earring and he's got a knife in his mouth and right. he's like supposed to be like a savage like yes. aggressive black man and he like rips her blouse open the second one um, the, the little boy who's watching who's like tv seven yes who's watching tv at the table of prince mm-hmm. what happens then uh, was he watching prince on the tv yes oh i missed that uh, so he imagines that fake black man is prince but he's like seductively dancing with his guitar at the 7 year old mm-hmm. now i understand prince was incredible right um saw him live one of the best shows i've ever oh, seen oh wow ah, yeah i didn't know that uh yeah united center um but it was just a weird thing for the like for the kid to have like this weird sex fantasy yeah no, just yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> blackface out of it it was a decent prison spring suppression sure but i know did i say that that's not even good <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to the third one which is leslie Nielsen. my jaw fucking dropped yeah i think i said to you i've never seen you make that face before <laughs> uh you you could no i, I kind of i want to hear you do it because i'm I, not doing it i'll say no no happened. i'm not saying do the impression okay so <sighs> leslie nielsen's vision of interpretation of black a black man dating his daughter uh-huh. is the daughter's pregnant yep. with the black man's baby, and the black man is a pimp uh-huh. who's addicted to drugs, uh, abuses his girlfriend, and uh, asks her to get him more watermelon. While he's eating watermelon. While he's eating watermelon. <sighs> Good fucking lord. Yeah, I, I, this is when I said to you, I, I've never seen you make that face before. That's, it was insane. It's the most genuine shock I've ever seen you in. 
And, like, I get that it was in the name of, like, fucking quote-unquote quote unquote, sat, 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 satire. Jeez, I can't even think of the word. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, it's not. Like, I'm never, I am a fucking white dude. I'm never going to say whether or not blackface is okay. But there are times where blackface has been used in the face of satire that I think have a much more, like, uh, it's, it's, it's not okay. I'm never going to say it's okay. No, but no, no. It's the point is used correctly. Like, you, could, you would argue Tropic Thunder. I never saw it. Okay. Well, it's. Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Uh-huh. It plays like a method actor who is so obsessed with becoming his roles that he like became like got blackface and everyone was like you can't do that and he's like I I am I am so like in, in the movie they were saying yeah. you can't do that okay like they're... Robert Downey Jr. in the movie plays an actor who's like like that like a uh, Daniel Day Lewis who mm. like you know is such a method actor so he was the one who put himself in blackface I think another one where I was uh like less like so horrified by it was uh, it's always sunny in philadelphia where they're remaking um lethal weapon and they're trying to fight over who be who is going to be danny glover and then their danny glover impressions start escalating and escalating until one of them is in full blackface and their characters by definition are terrible on that show horrible like the worst human beings and the rest of you know the cast is like what the fuck are you doing and he's just like in so like I don't know. It's slippery slope. This is a very hard point that I'm trying to make, right? You know. Well, yeah, I I I know what you're getting at here. That was just the worst thing I've ever seen. It was in a movie. It was really it was trying to make a point, really, and it did it so poorly. So poorly. Yeah. The main girl in this movie who is black, like, has defended this movie over and over, saying like it has a good life. message. Yeah. Like saying, like, watch it. It's a feel sweet there's, movie. You can feel that there's decent intention there. there. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't think course. it was done well. It was done terribly. But you can see what Carol Black was trying to do. Yeah, of course. I don't like it. I didn't like the movie, and I don't think it was a good idea. These points try. could have been made without blackface. Yeah, it could have been made with an actual black person. Yeah. Like, literally, that's you could have made every single one of those points with a black person. I guess... Well, not everyone, but a lot of them. Like, uh, just, I like, hate this movie. Now, like, I, I, will... I think the the easiest way to fix this movie is instead of having the white character turn black, it's the white character hires a black person and, like, gives him his name and his identity and sends him to this school and uh, is, like, telling him everything through an earpiece or something, right? Like, Are that's... you telling me live right now on this podcast <laughs> uh-huh. that you want to remake yes. 1986 Soul Man? Yes. Can we call it Soul Man 2020, assuming it's coming out next year? <laughs> Just like Blade Runner. Yes. Um, yes. Or we can call it... We could probably have it out by the end of the year. We uh, can do Soul Man 2019. I'll call it Soul Man 2, Bigger, Blacker, and Uncut. Oh. Like the star, or like the South Park movie. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Yeah, that's not blacker. I know oh, that was your joke. It. Oh, oh, great movie. Also, I do like that. That's a penis reference. I, I didn't really realize that. Mm. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Yeah. What were their uh, the their video game names? The Stick of Truth was one. Uh, the other the fractured butthole. Yeah. <laughs> God. Butthole. Did you play that one? The second one. Yeah. First one was great. Never Just played barely one. played the second one. Mm. But anyways, um, 
Back to blackface. So we're only we only get forty nine minutes in before the n word is uh, is screeched. Is that what you paused it just yes. to see what time it was? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's the the oh, baseball right. team in the jail? Because the fake black guy got pulled over for he was being followed by a cop for several blocks, and this mm-hmm. scene went on for a long time. We all knew it was going to happen, but mm-hmm. like, uh, although sadly, if this movie was made today, he would probably been murdered yep or shot yeah right uh but no he gets um pulled over and ticketed for making a turn that, that for like the cop was lane. looking for a reason to pull right him over. and he like quote unquote shifted lanes without using a signal but he was just ignoring it he was getting out of the way of a car door yeah and then he was like license and registration and then as he's getting it out he realizes that his license is him as a white man so that's just gonna be real weird for yeah. everybody so then because he doesn't have it, he gets extra frisked and arrested and then, and then for some reason gets thrown into a, a jail cell uh-huh. with um a bunch of drunk white boston guys who are racist yes and they they say Which the is most drunk white boston guys <laughs> right i guess that's fair if you're gonna put the, the most ra- if you're gonna set a, a story in the most racist city throw it in boston um, and they say, like, we got beat by a bunch of N-words at the baseball game or something. Yeah, we just lost our baseball game. And he's yeah. like, oh, that sucks. He's like, to a bunch of N-words. Uh, and boy. Like, oh, God. And then he beat, they beat the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so something we also haven't mentioned is there's a running gag in this gag in this movie. <laughs> gig. Quote-unquote gag. Gig. gig. Um, where it's this these two white guys and they're telling incredibly racist jokes. <laughs> That's why I said gag like that. Oh, oh. Yeah, and they're just telling racist All they ju- do, black jokes. They only have it, there's the joke teller and the joke receiver. Mm-hmm. One is always the what do you call a black guy who does this, and the guy goes what, and then it's an awfully racist punchline. Yes, and they, this happens four times. Yep, the and rule like, of fours. Right, the first, well, like the first time, like they do it, like because the joke is like, I'm using finger quotes. Joke is <laughs> that they like told a joke about a black person, and they were right there. Oh, I they know. heard it. They're like, oh, no offense, dude. And he was like, first time, he's like, ah, no offense taken. And then the second time, he was like, no offense taken. And then the third time, he didn't say anything. And, the fourth and then time. the fourth time, he was white and then punched him. Whoa, spoilers. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Uh, so This movie is not does not get spoiled. No. There's like this just weird plot of like him and this girl, and they're trying to be study partners, and he's trying to help her f- like pass the class, even though he's the one who seems to be struggling. I couldn't understand that. Wait, say that again? He, who was passing the class and who was failing the class at what points oh, yeah. during the movie? So at the beginning, she, what was her name? Sarah? Sarah. Yes. Uh, Sarah was getting A minuses and uh, He was getting Mark C pluses. was getting C pluses. Yeah. Oh, also, sorry, very subtle, like, kind of, like, racist thing here. Okay. Uh, earlier, going back to the basketball thing, uh-huh. they kept saying, they didn't call him Mark, they kept being, like, Marcus. Yeah, they call him Marcus, and then they, his last name's Watson, but they call him Washington. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, what were we just saying? Oh, yeah. So, at the beginning, she's getting A's, he's getting C's. And then, like, in this weird montage uh, of, so that's so I think, fancy. original soundtrack music. There's a lot of original soundtrack music here. Mm. Uh, most of them totally academic. <laughs> hey, um, 80s bands, yeah. can you come here? That's me. Oh, sorry. Let me get my other studio musicians and all of my cymbals. Listen, we're trying to change like the world. Like cymbals, not like, I just want to clarify. Okay. Even though you're looking I, at I them. I understand. Right. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Shut oh. up. We're trying to change the world by making this beautiful movie about okay. race. Oh, um, okay. Outside of that, however, 
There's a scene. The Green Book? Uh, yes. Are well, we making the Green Book finally? No, that's going to be in development hell for another 23 years. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm saying um, uh, we have a scene. Now, bear with me. It's a little complicated. Okay. Uh, they're, 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 they're writing. They're completing a test. They're taking a test. Okay. Taking That's what you call it. Taking a test. Taking a test. And, and we where, need, where are they taking this test? Like in a high school? In it's a gonna kindergarten? Be, it's going to be in the Harvard Medical School. Harvard Law Medical School. school. Oh, oh, Harvard Law, Law School. I'm glad it wasn't the Harvard Medical School because I don't got a song for that. Okay. Test in Harvard Law School? I got a song for that. Okay. Because we did try playing the, the movie um, without the song. Uh-huh. And it's just kind of awkward because you can see the script of paper <laughs> it's in real we filmed it in real time yeah, yeah we actually had them take a test yep and it wasn't a scantron it was all essay it's very you weird couldn't leave early. that's my partner he doesn't talk much he usually just chimes in to fix something i've been i've been saying yeah that's that's me anyway same guy as the band guy anyways band guy i'm talking to you now oh hi again hi yeah. uh, you sound very different from the other guy i know all three of us sound very different <laughs> from each other typhon the leon <laughs> yep so anyways uh so do you have a song that could somehow uh-huh. fill the the time and the the time of the test time? You know what? Preferably something that's on theme. On theme, yeah, and uh, super catchy. I imagine. Uh, sure. Um, totally. Okay. Academic. What are two words that I think I'm going to put next to each other and and make that the name of the song that I'm going to? Oh, write. Well, totally because, academic. Because academic is it describes uh, school sometimes. Sometimes and also sometimes it um, it, it doesn't. But and you know totally what? is a word that's used to describe things in the eighties. Do you mind if I make a quick phone call? Sure. Uh, hang on, I'm just going to use the phone. It's hey, right here. Cool people. Okay. People. Beep, 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 beep. Hello. Hi, Brenda Russell. Yeah, that's me. Oh. Hey, hey, you, I, I, I couldn't tell if that was you or me. No, it's me. It's oh, Brenda, Brenda Russell. Russell. Okay, yeah. cool, Brenda hey, Russell. Hey, who's that on the phone? It's, it's Brenda. What? What? It's, wait, who are you? This is me, Brenda Russell. This is me, the guy from the band. Who are you talking to in the background? Oh, no, I was talking, I'm talking to you, Brenda. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, no. No, sorry, okay, guy, sorry. This guy's hiring me to write a song. Okay, what do you want me, Brenda Russell, for? Look, I need, I thought of a song name, but I need you to write it. Okay. They're, they're taking a Harvard Law School testee. Uh, uh-huh. Handwritten, all essay, real time, uh, and I need you to write a song called "Totally Academic." What okay. can you do for me? I'll write the song. It's going to be called "Totally Academic." Okay, great. Uh, and then we'll put it on the soundtrack. It'll be uh, your your biggest hit. Okay, is the movie racist? Ah, uh, it doesn't sound like it from how they describe me. All I know is that they take a test. Okay, sounds good. Cool. See you, Brenda. I will do no further research. Okay. Bye. Bye. You're hired. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's let's end it there. Let's yeah, go I'm on on a high do, um, So yeah, uh, they, that's gonna be the most confusing <laughs> thing to listen to. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, there's like oh, all these studying scenes, and she has a kid, and, and they they use the kid to manipulate our emotions. Oh yeah, so yeah, to, to your point is he starts out with shitty grades, she starts out with good grades, and then during this transition, at one point, she comes in late. Right, and, and so James I mean, Earl Jones is like, "Don't come into my class late." Right, that's I wasn't trying to do. James I did enjoy James James Earl Jones in this movie. I enjoy him he was, in anything. He was being his uh, James Earl Jonesiest. Yeah, and yeah, I guess at some point you're then like out of nowhere they're like, "He's like, you need to get an A in this class to pass." Right. And then he's like all nice to Mark, who had been nothing but an asshole so far yeah. in the class. He's like, "You're going to be on this." I feel like they cut committee. out like a scene. Right. <laughs> several. They, yeah. yeah. Several scenes at least. So the whole the movie kind of comes to a head in their apartment, um, where it's uh, sort of a comedy of errors. 
uh, type thing. Oh, uh, this this was one of the worst scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. So the parents show up, and he's black. So obviously he's trying to hide himself. Yeah, they surprise visit him. Right. The girl who's to tell uh, him that they're going to pay for his college. Yes. The girl who's trying to sleep with him because he's black is in his room, and the girl who he's falling in love with shows up in the main room. So it's like mm-hmm. the whole like, oh, don't go in there. Oh, yeah. I got to keep switching around and yeah. taking so off my parents hat. are in the kitchen. Uh-huh. Uh, Sarah uh, is in the living room. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the girl's name. Who's the landlord. called Jan because she she's played by Jan from The Office. Huh. Um, she's in the bedroom. Yep. Uh, and then Gordon, is that his friend's name? Yes. Like, yeah, sure. Why not? Good sidekick. Knows what's going on. Uh, and then uh, Mark has this weird thing where when he's in front of his parents, he wears a ski mask. Because mm-hmm. um, it's cold or some shit like that's that. That's what he says. It's cold. I'm thawing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at one point, he goes in there without the ski mask because oh, <laughs> yes. you got to fuck up your disguise one time. And then right. like he's like, do he you like, have a knife? I think he had a knife. He like, well, he oh, like, and then he gets starts to, yelling ooh. at them in, in a black scent. It was... Um, it was not good. Is that we okay had gone so? a long time. Say, take take the blackface out of it mm-hmm. for one minute. We had gone a long time without any other racism at this point. Right. Yeah. But we got it. We got. Oh, we In got it. full. Yep. So and then... this the whole thing. Like he, the daughter. Uh, in the, his bedroom, climbs out the window. The landlord sees it and tells the owner Leslie Nielsen, who like punches him in the stomach. Right. Yep. And then, like, we also find out a little bit before this that um, Sarah is from San Diego, mm-hmm. not L.A., or not Boston. She's from San Diego, and she just missed out on getting the scholarship mm-hmm. because what's-his-face got it? Yes, right, the big twist. Uh, right. Mark was the one who accident- who took the scholarship from her, right. even though she's not from L.A. Right, because after nobody from L.A. accepts it, they open it to all of California, yes. and she was going to get it, and then he swooped in at the last minute. So he starts to feel very guilty about it yep. because he thought he wasn't taking it from from, from the an actual black be. person. Yep. Um. So yeah, there's it's all wacky. Like like Beach Boys are playing, and he's like, I don't like the Beach Boys. You can't go in the room. He's got your Christmas present in there. Oh, that's yeah. Sweet. Ho ho. And you guys stay in there. And we'll the timing go. was just it was like the least fluid one of these scenes I've ever yeah. seen. Remember we watched an entire movie about it called Oscar. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Long time ago. Long time ago. Great movie. Uh, so it's bad, and this is Oscar where is excellent. I'm sorry, I'm talking about Solman. Oh, I forgot we watched that, and <laughs> we did just watch it. it. Seems like forever ago. So he, like everything, comes to a head. Basically, he like tries to tell uh, the girl that he is white, and she doesn't believe him or whatever, and just runs out. And his he tries to tell his parents, and his parents don't believe him, and then his parents just kind of disappear. Never from, see him again. You do see them again, I right? Don't. Nope. I thought you do. Nope, that's it. Okay, cool. Unless there's an after credit scene that you watched and I did. Probably. Yeah, they're they're building a like a Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> yeah, the Soul Man Cinematic Universe, yeah. SMCU. <laughs> and so this part, I think you and I both missed. They have like this academic like like thing for Mark. So okay, so early, slightly early in the movie. James Earl Jones asks Mark, hey, he's like, hey, we have this thing called the, the Student Judiciary Committee or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and they're they're framing the scene like he knows, like James yeah. Earl Jones knows. And he's like, yeah, we use it like it can be uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable responsibility. We make sure like, you know, cheaters and whatever get their due and yes. people get punished and it's a big deal. And then he's eventually like, do you want to be on it? He's like, oh, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, we need another like African-American right. student. But then later they. But out of nowhere, he's on trial. Right. Which was never really said. Yeah. So I was like, where did this come from? But uh, so 
they the the friend like represents him in Gordon, the yeah. trial yeah. and just has this long boring speech about something uh, about the fairness of race or something yes and, and then he comes in and shows everybody which... he's white yeah and, and then the three three characters all say no wonder at the same time. It wasn't three. It was the uh, the two basketball. So there was the guys. two basketball ones that say no wonder. And it, then it cut to the the, the girl American. Oh, oh the oh, girl yeah, says no wonder. And then the African American, the black basketball player. Black is not a bad word, by the way. We can say black. Right. Well, the girl who who was into uh, black guys because said no she, wonder because there was a jerk joke earlier yes. about his penis. Right. And then the black basketball player also said no wonder. Right. So those are the three. Yeah. LOL. That was kind of funny. It was an LOL for sure. You were Black you guy. were laughing on the floor. Roll R O F L. Yeah, actually. I was roll copter. You were, you were in the helicopter, and then you Is fell out because you rolled on the raffle copter. Yeah, yeah, it was like a meme in like 2008, maybe. That's my time. Say that's my time. That's my time. Meme game. So like, then we get to the end. Basically, Charlie bit my finger. Right? Yeah, dude. Still watching that. You're so behind the times, old man. Whatever. Get with it. Jonas Brothers is where it's at today. Jonas bit my finger. <laughs> Jonas bit my finger. Jonas bit my finger. So, and then had to take insulin because he's got Let's diabetes. just get through this fucking movie. You're the <laughs> just one who takes 8,000 oats. Uh, we go through the plot of the movie, and yeah, I like mm-hmm. to make points no, about things. We've never talked about the plot of a single movie. We've made up every single movie we've ever watched. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, no, I would not like to. So many movies would never have been made. What are you doing down there? I got, I got a hammer. Okay. I'm are you hammering? hammering out my cramps. Are you hammering your, like, legs? Yeah, just my muscles. Oh, like it's, like your, a, it's like a little massage. Like, your arm was, like, gyrating, like, very violently. So nah, I, like, I got, uh, you ever seen those, like, pulsy massage boys? Yeah, yeah, sure. kind of what I'm doing right now. Feels okay. really, really good. It looks very weird. It feels excellent. It just looks like you're jaying it O. <laughs> <laughs> Jamming it off? Yep. To Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> so... I met my air jam band. <laughs> what the fuck did he learn? So this uh, this it, is the one point where I think they were close to actually making a point. But again, it's just undercut by the terribleness of the entire movie. He's talking to James Earl Jones in his office after he showed up. And he was like, what are you going to do? And he lists off all these things. Like, I'm going to pay back the girl. I'm going to make, make sure a donation. I'm going to make yeah, a donation to this. volunteer at... Um, black shelter whatever whatever you know. he said and then and then he's like it looks like uh looks like you really uh learned a lot learned how to what, what it was like to be black and i was like uh, i rolled my eyes at this point yeah and then to their credit he says i absolutely did not learn anything i d- i learned barely anything because i could have stopped at any point yeah which was like sure i don't want to say it was a redeeming line it's the closest they came no it, it was a, some self-awareness that you could tell they at least like put knew. some thought into but that just made me more angry because of how poorly the rest of the movie was handled yep 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 yep, yep. and then uh at the end they've switched places something we didn't mention earlier is that sarah because she didn't get the scholarship she had to work so she works in like the dining hall so now mm-hmm. uh mark is working in the dining hall yes. and, Sarah's got no worries except her son. Apparently, always, he's always sick. <laughs> he's like perpetually sick throughout the movie. At one point, I, I at one point they were in the library studying, and she like suddenly closed her. She, I gotta go. Charlie has a fever, and <laughs> I, I like literally. Go, I, I my my 2019 brain was like, oh, I didn't see her get a text. She yeah. What? How did she know that? <laughs> and so he like tries to get back with her, and she like shuts him down. I'm like, okay. I really hope they stick with her not wanting to talk to him ever again. Mm-hmm. But of course, then he punched out the racist boys. Yeah, the joke racist boys who come the, back. The MAGA men. Yes, and he punches both of them out. 
And then it, that, for some reason, makes it okay in her eyes. Mm-hmm. And is like, let's go home. Yep. And then and they, it. like, puts her arm around her and they walk off. And uh, they got married in real life. True story. That's so fucking weird. Yeah. How I long mean, were they married? I don't know. Just say they met on this set, started dating, got married, and then they eventually got divorced. What a terrible thing also, to build she, a marriage she discovered on. Chris Pratt. Uh, so he was a waiter at a restaurant okay and she discovered him How, what do you mean discovered him? i don't know it's just what imdb trivia said right so that's why i'm confused is like like did was she a casting director did she bring him into a project she was on unclear because i feel like that's kind of just like she might have like seen him before he was famous maybe that's what she means but like how do you credit a you know discovering somebody Maybe she was like, hey, I think you'd be good. Let me introduce you to sure. this okay. agent or something right, well, like that. Has a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Uh, f- it actually right. doesn't have a terrible IMDb score. It's like five point uh, something. Yeah, I just went over it by accident. It's a 5.2. Yeah, that's weird. Which is like not bad. It's not yeah. good. Um, I'll start my rating. Um, incredibly misguided, racist, uh, weird, and awkward terrible movie that uh again may might have some decent intentions behind it but are just completely destroyed by the overwhelmingly offensiveness and even outside of the offensive offensiveness it's just kind of a shitty movie like mm-hmm. it's just not very well written um so all those things in mind i'm going ahead and giving it a 14 out of 100 oh. uh, silver sun harrison's as for its Rotten Tomato score. Do you know what the tagline of this movie is? Oh, boy. A comedy with heart and soul. Uh-huh. Uh, let me just read for you this this piece of trivia because I want to just clarify. Okay. Uh, oh, here's a different piece that I actually liked as well. I forgot to mention. Okay. Four years after this film was released, Barack Obama was elected the first black president of the Harvard Law Review. Oh, okay. So, uh, get that. Uh, <laughs> oh, get Tim that. Robbins was going to play the lead. Good thing he didn't. Yep. But he was doing Howard the Duck instead. Uh, Probably got out on the better end of that stick. I think he, even did. though it's terrible. Um, who the heck is it? What? Oh, you know, maybe it was on her IMDb page. I'm not going to look it up. Okay, uh, give me your uh, summation four, and your rating of the movie. Four out of a hundred. Okay, give did, me your summation. That's my summation. Okay, <laughs> and my rating's fifty out of a hundred. <laughs> no, I, I was. Just, ooh, it was just. It. It's. I don't want to say I give it credit for trying, because that's not what I mean. Right. I, I think there was a message that they wanted to, but I think they picked the wrong people to try to deliver the message. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. get a bunch of white people to uh, try to buy the Wonder Years, right? Yeah, Everyone loves that show. So you know about the hardships of being a black guy. <laughs> Both of you. Yeah. Get on up here. Yeah, right. Hey, also, I'm, gonna, I need, I'm the guy who writes the songs, so okay. I'm casting for this uh, movie, too. I'm the, I'm the woman who is on the band. Regina Spector? No. Yeah. What? Reg- yep, I'm, Regina I'm, Spector. <laughs> I'm married to uh, I've already forgotten your name. one guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Andy Samberg. It, oh, yeah? Wait, no, no, that's uh, not Regina Spector. Fuck. Ugh, Guys, know. who cares? Yeah, I don't care. This movie sucked. Uh, <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll give it like a 7 out of 100. It's... I'll say this: the the trailer made it seem like it was going to be way worse. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good, no. But I was it, expecting it could way it could worse. be, and I am just assuming here, uh, loquacious levels. I refuse to watch that movie. Joanna Newsom, by the way, is married to Andrew Samberg. Oh, that's not Regina. She's Spectre a folk singer. At, oh. She's a folk singer. Oh, 
That's okay. why I got him confused. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Good. I was. I, I maybe it. was. Expe- it was really bad. It was mm-hmm. really, really bad. But it, it could have been. It could have come from um, a place of hate as opposed to like their weird tolerance. Weird trying. Yeah. Like they're like they were yeah. like trying to clearly support a message of tolerance, and it just was not received well at all. It would be like me asking you to write a serious movie about sports. <laughs> With no research, <laughs> it would not be like that. <laughs> With no research, because I could, I could research sports. No, and... no, no. You're not allowed to research. Okay, just right now you have so to you write. No, sports is not races, right? What? Sports isn't race. There's a lot of racism in sports. I'm not saying there isn't. Oh, I'm saying no. I know it's it's different, but I, I guess <laughs> my point is, being it's something a white you, person writing a movie about it's just a black something person. you know nothing about. Yeah, right. Like, sure. not nothing. That would, but be, like, that would be like you asking me to write a, a movie about Native Americans. Yeah, same one. <laughs> Not sports. Yes. Well, okay, better better analogy. <laughs> anyway, don't. I mean, I would don't watch it. I wouldn't watch. This no, movie. absolutely do not watch oh. it. Um, okay. <laughs> you, oh yeah. The, sorry. The last thing I'll say. Yeah, yeah. Is C. Thomas Howell? I was like on his IMDb page. Yeah. And like, he's in a lot it, of stuff, right? He's in a ton of stuff. Yeah. But I was like, like usually it's like known for like these like couple right. of things. Um, E.T. is one of them. Oh yeah, yeah. But also like. I I scrolled forever and could not find this movie. Like so he tucked this away. Unless you look chronological. Unless you right? look chronological, like on the chronological see all list. Yeah. I did not see this on there. <laughs> Which, see Thomas? Okay. I see you, Thomas Howell. <laughs> I see Thomas. How will raise you? Oh, a, a D. Uh, Clark Duncan. Clark Duncan. That's Michael Clark Duncan. Fuck. You blew it. Hey. What? Cats eating barbecue sauce. <laughs> Classic cat. Um, so let's send this up the uh, racism tube. No, the soul tube. Oh, soul. Uh. I'm a soul tube. They only played that song three to seven times. Yeah, that was the opening no- noise. By the way. Oh, oh, sorry. Can I... we do it again? It was really good. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm a soul tube. You just oh. <laughs> Wow. Was me opening the door. That's um, I like that you opened it twice and never Thank closed you. it. Um, Send it on up. Voop. That's how much you get from me, slow man. Boop. Close it. No, thank you. If you have anything you want to send up our tubes, find us on Twitter and Instagram at ReviewUniversePC. Email us at the ReviewUniversePodcast at gmail.com. at C. Thomas Howell. We do have a Twitter. I don't know why that's not on here. Uh, we never I'm just kidding. It. It's the first thing I read. I was oh. testing you. Do you ever listen to me? Uh, Go to our new web... Or not new website. Go to our website at TheReviewUniversePodcast.com. Call us at our phone number, 805-REVIEW-POD or 738-8763. Rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, and our art was done by Sterling Martin. Martin. I'm going to get next week's assignment that comes in the form of a limerick. Do you want me to go get it? Yep. Okay. This I'm already seeing some offensive things back here. Can you describe to me what they are? Uh, While I go get the thing back here? I uh, crafted a, a Connects robot uh-huh. to uh, do an interpretive dance okay. to... The scene in Soul Man uh, where uh, White Mark punches out the white supremacist jokesters. I'm just surprised you found connects. Dude, I have so many connects. Wow. In like what industry? No, 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 no. Like the toys. What? I have toy. Oh, con- I don't give a shit about that. I thought you were, you were getting us out of here. No, not not right now. Why would I? No, what? What? Not right now? I don't know. Do you have a plan? Maybe. Hmm. I guess we'll find out in roughly 13 episodes. Will we? Next week's assignment. 
comes in the form of a limerick. Oh. Remember, this is the Rebooniverse, so it might be scary. Oh, and it might be a limerick? Or racism? Oh, no. What's all this paper? Piles and piles. To clean all this up would be gigantic trial. These papers look weird. It's just what I feared. We've taken a step into the X-Files. Oh. <laughs> I stuck the landing. Okay. Are we doing X-Files? I don't know. Oh. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't also know, uh, dude. What's the theme song? Dude, what is the stickiest you've ever been? Uh, what? What is the stickiest you've ever been? Probably when I fell down the stairs in the Scotch Tape Factory. Oh, okay. But the Scotch. The, when I say that, I mean the factory made out of Scotch Tape. That's for some reason all sticky side up. What does the Scotch Tape Factory make? What? What does the Scotch Tape Factory make that's made out of Scotch Tape? Uh, deer antlers that you put on the wall, like fake oh. deer antlers. Okay, well, I guess they have a good testing laboratory because they just stick it to the wall. They do that, and also uh, it's easy to pack because you can just roll it in the wall and then you build a new mm. wall. Mine was when I fell into the Chocolate River. 